Nutrition is remarkable in the ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? In this training, I'm going to sort out the truth about whole grains. I'm going to take a perspective from biology, neuroscience, and allergy-based science to explain why grains are toxic to humans. And that leads us to dynamism biohack, hard truth about cereal grains. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That dynamism. Once again, this focus of this training is about health promotion, not sickness crisis-based care. But a detriment to true health promotion comes from misunderstanding what proper nutrition is versus bad diet. So it's necessary to take a moment and talk about grains from various perspectives in both the health promotion solution and sickness crisis-based paradigms. You know, dynamic people, they understand that the changing perspective from different scientists, researchers, and authors often bring to light difficult scientific matters. And after reading numerous books and papers about grains for the last 15 plus years, I'm taking perspective from biology, neuroscience, and allergy-based sciences to explain why grains are indeed toxic to humans. So from an evolutionary biologist perspective, grains are the seeds of grasses. And so the top four cereal grains come from wheat, corn, rice, and barley. And they count for nearly 70% of global agriculture crops by weight, along with sorghum, oats, rye, and millet. And these grains account for 56% of all calories eaten in the Western states. <laughs> so grains are poisonous to, be, to us because, again, they're the seeds of grasses. In turn, they contain these toxic proteins. You know, in, in evolution, these toxic proteins are intended to make it difficult for a grazing animal to digest that seed. You know, the goal of the seed is to exit the animal's digestive tract still intact, dispersed and covered in the manure for the seed to plant and fertilize itself for plant growth. So by creation, seeds are not meant for digestion. And after a scientific analysis of seeds, we know why these toxic proteins are more heavily concentrated along the outer shell something we call bran. They are also found throughout the entire kernel. You know, the term whole grains means seeds containing the heavily toxic bran. And they're often mistakenly viewed as entirely healthy. Why? Well, the short answer is simple. You know, linear reduction methods using rats usually show some nutritious advantage for some particular mechanism in the lab. The problem is twofold. Obviously, we are not rats, 
and nature does not live within the convenient walls of a laboratory experiment. And because of this, we have no way to measure the dynamic or the quantum result of that analysis. So let's simplify this. Let me explain this process of grains through a neuroscience perspective, right? So another reason is that these methodologies that don't explain the relationship between grains and other ingredients and brain health and the broader outlook of the human DNA. What I mean by that is that to explain the relationship, we need to to shift in this neuroscience thinking. Because no one has explained the relationship of the more general outlook of how our, our human DNA is with grains. The neuroscientist and nutrition expert, Dr. David Perlmutter. He explains it best here. He says, our genes determine not just how we process food, but more importantly, how we respond to the foods we eat. And there's little doubt that one of the largest and most wide-reaching events in the ultimate decline of brain health in modern society has been the introduction of wheat grain into the human diet. It's true that our ancestors consumed you know, minimal amounts of grain, but what we now call grain bears little resemblance due to gene hybridization, pesticides, and other pollutants, just to name a few of these genetic tinkering things that are going on, to the wild variety that our ancestors consumed on rare occasions. You know, it's interesting to read about how scientific methodology has changed our food. And if you haven't read Michael Pollan's book, The Omnivore Dilemma, pick it up. It's really interesting to read. And for those of you who are not familiar with Pollan's book, for the moment, just understand that rat studies rarely take gene hybridization and pesticides and other pollutants into consideration during their experiments, making many experts feel that safety measures have not been properly placed. Now, once again, I feel it's important to note that I am thankful for scientists and the experiments they do. We'd be nowhere without them. Yes, I understand the importance of rat science and other animal studies. I honor the scientists who conduct them. If anything, we need more of them. I am merely pointing out some of the reasons we cannot use the same rules that we have created for the sickness crisis model when conducting science for the health promotion and restoration model that I am teaching in this training. See, it's a matter of apples and oranges. Both are fruit that is good to consume, but sometimes it gets confusing. You know, Dr. Perlmutter has this to say about this confusing matter. He says that we are increasingly challenging our physiology with ingredients for which we are not genetically prepared. In his book, The Wheat Belly, gives a thorough uh, description how the incessant genetic tinkering has led to a very different type of wheat. So again, as I already covered in another dynamism biohack, that the science of nutrition is not the space-age high-tech thing we are led to believe. And the truth is, nutritional science, as Michael Pollan puts it, only got started less than 200 years ago. It is today approximately where surgery was in the year 1650. Very promising and fascinating to watch, but are you ready to let them operate on you? I think I'll wait a while. 
I think that summarizes why we need to avoid rat-based nutrition-based sciences and mimic what our ancestors have been doing for centuries. Common sense, isn't it, guys? Look, when 80% of heart disease and more than 33% of cancers from the literature have been linked to diet, we need a paradigm shift. We need a new perspective. So there are two facts about nutrition that are indisputable. No one intelligent is going to disagree with. Number one, a typical Western diet consists of lots of processed foods and grain-fed meat, lots of added fat and sugar, more refined grains, lots of Latin-based words defining specific chemicals never found in nature except vegetables and fruits, suffer from the typical diseases such as obesity, type 2 diabetes, fatty liver, heart disease, and cancers. And number two, people who don't eat this stuff don't suffer from chronic diseases, which I call the chronic illness plague. And it's killing 80% of the industrialized civilization. So if you're listening to this, that means you. Here is what we found. The traditional diets of various non-westernized cultures vary widely. The Inuit tribes of Greenland eat super high-fat diets from mostly seal blubber. The Central American Indians eat a high-carbohydrate diet comprised mostly of maize and beans. The Masai people in Africa, they eat a super high-protein diet of mostly cattle, meat, blood, and milk. However, even those extreme varieties do not eat westernized foods and because they don't eat westernized foods they don't suffer from chronic diseases the way you and I do the way our children do you know Time Magazine named the food journalist Michael Pollan one of the 100 most influential people in the world and to summarize his writings he says there's no single ideal human diet the human omnivore has evolved to handle a variety of different diets, except one, the Western diet that most of us now eat. You know, the important point to take home so far is that almost any change in diet that results in eating less industrial foods will dramatically improve one's health for you and for your kids. It doesn't matter if it's a veganism or a fad diet such as an Atkins diet. Even people who only stop consuming soda, they all are going to get healthier. The reason so many diet programs on the market work are because they tell you to avoid industrial foods like the white flour, the refined sugar, and the vegetable oils. So if that's not enough to avoid grains, listen to this. Here's a huge reason you should consider avoiding whole grains. Phytic acid is the main phosphorus store of most plants, as well as an energy store. And it's a source of cations and a, a, another cell wall precursor that I'm not going to try, even attempt to pronounce. <laughs> but phytic acid is found in grains and legumes. And unfortunately, phytates aren't digestible because we lack the enzyme phytase to break them down. So phytates actually bind to the magnesium, the calcium, the zinc, and the iron 
iron in your intestine and it takes them out of your body. In other words, grains and legumes which contain phytates actually take out nutrients in your body. That is why they're considered anti-nutrients. And Dr. Lauren, uh, uh, Dr. Lauren Cordain and others, they found that this alone is greatly contributing to the worldwide epidemic of iron deficiency anemia. So if you suffer from magnesium deficiency, as well as everything from muscle cramping to PMS, it may be due to grains and legumes. The fact that phytates are chelating calcium, magnesium, zinc, and iron out of your bodies means that we have less access to that bone building and nerve transmitting mineral that we all essentially require. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett, inviting you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. And see you next Dynamism Biohack. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett, inviting you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. And see you next Dynamism Biohack.